0: You today into this
1: thing called life. okay I love it this is Gina Vivanetto, a columnist for TVT hi
0: I'm Steve Spears with St. Petersburg Times online
1: and we are here today we are gathered here today to talk about purple rain classic. classic dare we say a classic Can we just get
0: that over with right now dare we say a classic uh
1: well it is a classic unfortunately we are of two different minds about this movie. It came out in 1984, right, Steve? Yep. Yeah. 21
0: years old this uh this year.
1: And uh I did not like this movie. I watched it again recently and I still don't like it.
0: Steve, what about you? I love it. I, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I, I'm. I know. I'm always the person who says that I hate things, but no. I'm sorry. They right love here, this on, movie. right
1: here on the back of the DVD, there's a quote from a critic at the time, in the Los Angeles Times. It sizzles. You don't have to be 19 to have un, uninhibited fun at provori. No, because you have to be like 13. You know I why? Here's
0: I have a theory why you don't like it. And it's the because it's a really
1: bad movie. No, well, okay. It
0: is. It isn't the. It isn't uh, Schindler's List. I'll give you that. But um, one thing that that that's kind of unique about it and even Prince said it when he was interviewed years later he said it was a movie that could only have taken place at a certain point in time in 1984 it just doesn't fit any other year so if you watched it three or four years later on cable you didn't get it in the natural state I did not
1: watch in 1984 1984 I'll give you that because I did not like Prince at all my opinion about Prince as an entertainer has changed uh, 180 degrees drastically since 1984 but basically it's a hundred and 11 minutes of a music video well that's what it's a really great music video well someone wanted, once called it
0: one of the greatest concert DVDs ever filmed and that's not that's an interesting way of looking at it because yeah. when I watched it last night I actually fast forwarded through all the music scenes to hear the dialogue because I knew the music so well and I just wanted to refresh myself on some of the dialogue where's mm, that the most very painful,
1: very good dialogue <laughs> very painful movie, part of the movie and yeah. terrific acting Great acting, Prince Apollonia. Woo, Morse Day. Actually, Morse Day is probably one of the better actors he, in the movie. Morse Day the of, of the band the he time. He got the show. He's, I, he's got somebody, some comics. somebody
0: calls him, and I love this word, lecherous. Yeah, is, is that describe him? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's lecherous.
1: Good. But actually, uh, Steve told me before the podcast that there were only two professional actors in this movie, and boy, does it show! It yeah. really does.
0: only the characters who played Prince's mom and dad, uh, Clarence Williams III and Olga Carlados. Are the only two professional actors. Everybody else is pretty much playing a caricature of themselves in their first ever movie.
1: And they, the, unfortunately, the the people who play Prince's parents have the smallest roles in the movie and the least amount of dialogue. But their uh, relationship is very tempestuous, to to say the least. And that's a, a, actually a very important plot point of the movie Purple Rain. Prince's character is named the Kid. He's a Minneapolis club musician. And he's basically kind of like this sort of a, well, at least emotionally very alienated person. Very, um, you know. Sullen. Yeah, very sullen. Uh, his parents, his parents are bitchy is a good way to put it. He is kind of like a bitchy little guy, isn't he? He's a bitchy little guy. He rompes around town in his little heels (laughs) on his little purple, little purple motorcycle. And, um, he's, he's not a happy guy, and he meets, uh, the character played by Apollonia named, oh, Apollonia, and he kind of opens his heart a little bit to her, and he's always kind of like, you know, separating his parents from some sort of physical domestic thing, and finding uh, little bits of his, well, the the song, When Doves Cry, pretty much is, is a lot of the plot of the movie. He finds bits of his, Father and him, and bits of his mother and him. In that, when he starts to fight with Apollonia a little bit, he gets a little bit physical and finds, you know, catches right. himself. It, those things in the movie are interesting. So, in a very concentrated amount of time, he does sort of, and I do admire Prince for this, as he does kind of try to tackle a lot of really important subjects like that. However, However there is a lot of misogyny in this movie. Speaking of Morris Day. Jesse, now now Jerome, Jerome. <laughs> he has yes. this point, Morris Day is just, and I know you know the, it is a character of a character, and he is supposed to be a lecherous guy, but there are things in the movie done for comic effect that are just not funny, and I do, I'll laugh at anything, oh my God, I will laugh what, at anything. What, now,
0: what did you think was not funny?
1: There's a part in the movie that's just really irritating where, Which you she know. Which he throws the girl in the dumpster? He throws the girl in the dumpster. I knew you going to bring that up. And, I mean. It's done for comic effect, so it does kind of bother me. I mean, it's just like this amazing metaphor, you know, about the way all of the men in the movie treat their women, except for Prince when he kind of, you know, softens up and realizes, hey, I it's love Apollonia. I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm going to stop beating her up <laughs> 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 so I'm going to
0: eventually get but around. But he had,
1: you know, uh, Morse Day has Jerome just throw this girl in a dumpster for laughs. It's to make the audience laugh, and I bet – you know, back then in 1984, a bunch of dumb little, you know, uh, guys were just cracking up at I that. I was,
0: I think when I saw it, I think the first reaction was I was kind of, like, surprised. I
1: mean, it's supposed to make you giggle, and I'm sure, yeah, a lot of those, like, Porky's-type mentality yeah. movies did things like that for comic effect, but it's a little disturbing to watch. Well, we do
0: have one quote from the movie here, one little passage from the movie that involves Morris Day. No one can say that this is not a funny moment, and I know it's kind of a rip-off of Albert and Costello, but we're going to listen to it anyway, because this is still, every time I watch this particular scene... I laugh my butt off. This is this is Moore's day and his buddy Jerome trying to figure out how they're going to clue each other in on when Apollonia comes <laughs> to the bar. Is, the yeah. you like this That's thing? That's clever. It's let's a clever okay, little let's, riff. Okay, let's yeah. enjoy it then. A password. Okay, what's the password? You got it. Got what? The password. Password is what? Exactly. The Password is exactly? No, it's. Hold it, hold it. Slow down. The babe walks in. You see her, I see her, you come get me, I come get you, and I probably have a couple little sexies on standby, so you glide by me and you say what? Okay. The password is okay? as I'm like sir. Damn it, say, say it. the password. What? Say the password, Onion head. The, the password is what? That's what I'm asking you. It's the password. The password is it? The password is what? It.
1: You just said so. The password isn't it. The password is what? Got it. I got it right. Get all right. What? Classic. It's, well, classic because it's a rip-off, like you said, of, I
0: know, but of this, old but comedy do you, routines. don't you still laugh every time you hear it? It's I mean,
1: cute. I mean, when I was watching it, it, I, I remember thinking, and when I was watching it, I remember thinking, that's, you know, if you're going to be derivative, at least you're deriving from, from some of the best stuff it, in, in entertainment history. I did think it was kind of cute. Right. Uh, um, some things that... I need to go on the record here saying that Purple Rain, why I had such a problem with it back then, and where I am now, how I've gotten on the bus with Prince, and I'm not, you know, an absolute philistine. A, a, a you know, I'm, I'm down with the Purple Guy now. <laughs> but back then, 1984, I do need to say that when, you know, when Purple Rain came out, it was, you know, the whole movie was designed to make Prince a superstar, and it did. You know, yay for him. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but you know, I'm not an idiot. A lot of Elvis' movies weren't really great. A lot, you know, Tommy was it the greatest movie in the world. Lots of rock and roll movies. I do love Tommy, though, I've got to say. Really? I haven't but been
0: able to sit through the whole A, thing. a lot
1: of, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, the Monkees movies, Head, whatever. A lot of these rock you know, and roll movies awful. are not great movies. So having said that, you know, I'm, I didn't sit down to Purple Rain to expecting, you know, uh, Citizen Kane or something. Yeah, but but um,
0: You know what's funny, though, because you you, you've you mentioned Elvis now a couple times, and there's a little bit of trivia associated with Prince and Elvis. In 1984, Prince managed to have... One's the king and one's a no, prince. No, that's <laughs> lame. Oh, you're lame.
1: That's sorry. Okay. Well, you were
0: the one who was sleepy before you got here. Now you're like <laughs> trying to reconcile your beliefs on no, Prince versus filmatic pep. history. All right, go ahead. Okay, here go we on. go. In 1984, Prince managed to have the number one album, the number one single, and the number one film at the same time. Something that's only been done by the Beatles and Elvis Presley. That's that
1: is impressive. I, okay, well, when this movie came out, I was, you know, as as everyone who listens to these podcasts or looks at our blog, which the address is what, Steve, the blog?
0: The blog, <laughs> it's... Uh, com slash blog slash 80s.
1: Yes. So blog, blog, blog and talk about Prince or whatever you want to talk about. But everybody who's familiar with Steve and with me from this Stuck in the 80s stuff knows that, you know, back in these times I was really, really into the new wave punk rock stuff. So Prince came out and I was like, ooh, you know, I, I wasn't yet... um you know, appreciating soul music, appreciating R&B, appreciating the history of American music and rock and roll and Little Richard and things like that. So Prince came out and I was like, you know, I don't like him. He's a freak. All he likes British music, all he likes punk rock, all this kind of stuff. I was very uh, thought I was a real, real iconoclastic individual person and me and all my friends. Look at us. We're so freaking individual. So here comes this guy who's as freaky an individual and doing his own thing. But to me, I was like, oh, he's weird. You know, which was just t- ultimate hypocrisy and, ir- uh, and irony, which reminded me, I was watching this movie again the other day to brush up for this, and I'm looking at him as we were talking about his absolutely crazy wardrobe, totally androgynous, weird guy. What? Yeah. He's representing everything at the time that I thought was really cool, but yeah. I couldn't see it outside of the circle of my own little Boy, subculture. it's really you know? weird. Go back...
0: To those out there listening to us, all three of you, go back and re-watch the movie and, and tell us that it doesn't look completely out of place right now for this band to be walking around dressed like it's the French Revolution. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm, with
0: I'm, I'm, his little ruffled right. poet I'm waiting for ben, for Benjamin Franklin little, Thomas Jefferson to show he, up. He, and he
1: Remember, he, he gives like oh, gigantic hoop earrings.
0: Yeah, that's a lame <laughs> so pop He's got one. like
1: a pile of hair on his head. His hair was like prettier than Apollonius' hair. Oh, it was.
0: I'm sure he spent he's much got, more money he's on it, has tons too. of
1: eye makeup. Yeah. And he's gorgeous. He's beautiful. He's totally androgynous. I mean... He's given Boy George back then a run for his money on who was more, you know, pushing gender boundaries more. And I could not appreciate him back then. I thought because he wasn't new wave or he wasn't, you know, from my particular little subculture, that he was just weird. You wanna you know, want, you want to know that here's the
0: irony here is you didn't appreciate him at the time, and now you love him. I only appreciated him at that time, and now I couldn't really care less what he does. No, I
1: think he's great. I watched that scene of him walking down the stairs towards the end. There was some sort of musical montage. He had on these tight pants, boots with heels, and a wife beater. And I was like, that, he's awesome. You gotta find heavy, a new heavy,
0: name for that kind of t shirt. Heavy,
1: you know, little, yeah, a uh, little, you know, strapless t shirt, right. little boots with heels. And yeah. I've heard that at home. He plays basketball. With boots, with with and he heels, means, he means like two much heels. He's five foot two. I mean, the guy's little, but riding a motorcycle, which is so butch. Except it's a purple motorcycle, and he's riding around like you know, he's the prettiest little thing in Minneapolis.
0: And and, and that's the other thing is, um, why? Well, I know we all know why it's filmed in Minneapolis. He's from that town, but it, it's kind of weird that they make Minneapolis to be like sort of like the uh, the cool music capital of the world in 1984. And maybe it was. And I know a lot of good acts actually came through the nightclub that they feature in the show, The First Avenue. But still kind of like you're still, the whole time you're still trying to wrap your mind around the fact that Minneapolis is a cool town.
1: Well, it was a musical hub in the 80s. Actually, there's a very pivotal scene in the movie, isn't there, by Lake Minnetonka?
0: Oh, yeah. <sighs> this is everyone's favorite scene. It's been lampooned to to no end. And every once in a while I like to send out emails to my friends where I tell them that uh, I'm not going to talk to them anymore until they purify themselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka, and that's actually a clip from the movie that we'll listen to right now.
1: And you? What do you dream about? Will you help me?
0: Nope. Pardon me? Nope. Want to know why?
1: nope
0: because you wouldn't pass the initiation
1: what initiation well for starters you have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake
0: Minnetonka what you have to purify yourself in Lake Minnetonka see that's my favorite that's that's why I like the movie it's little things like that you're Stop, stop looking at the big picture I mean, and just enjoy <laughs> the little morsels of nuggets. I do think, I do think of chewy goodness, goodness. taken
1: in small doses and taken in little morsels, there's a lot of appealing little moments in the movie. Do you
0: want to why I like it so much? Because I actually have a great story about how I saw it the first time.
1: Okay, let's hear the
0: story, okay. Steve. we have dying to tell this forever. And
1: then ever since then, you've been picking up girls with the Lake Minnetonka line. No,
0: no. In fact, we've been we actually actually—we've gone too long without a musical interlude. Should we have a musical interlude before I go into my story?
1: Maybe we should. I think Which yes. one, Which
0: one would be the most appropriate song for this? I don't, I'm don't. i trying to think. Let's do Take Me With You. I love that one. That's nice. And I, don't
1: we ride around on your little purple motorcycle yeah, while we listen to this? Yeah, I didn't have this. a motorcycle, <laughs> but
0: let's have a few seconds of that while I get myself in the mood to tell the story.
1: Okay, great.
0: I loved it. Doesn't it remind you of the Lake Minnetonka scene? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's what they played right before. Yeah, that's what okay. they were playing when they were. Here's the great there. story. Okay, I wanted to see this movie really badly when I was when it first came out. None of my friends, of course, would go see it with me. I mean, let's face it, this is not sort of a guy guy buddy movie. So we were at Countryside Mall, you know, which is where everyone in North Penelope used to hang out back in the day, and we're w- cruising around, and we bump into some girls that we used to know and I had a crush on one of them, and they they were going to go see Purple Rain. So I said, hey, that's what we're going to go see, too. And my two friends were, like, throwing daggers at me with their eyes.
1: <laughs> we're we're totally here to see Purple Rain, totally.
0: So, so I'm like, we're totally here to see Purple Rain. Let's go. So we go to the movie. <laughs> so the whole movie I spend making out with the girl. Well, good for you, see? Yeah, so I have good memories You're of Purple smart. Rain. You're smart. You play their the sensitive city, guy. The, my two friends are basically stuck there watching the movie, no girls to make out with. And to this day, <laughs> if I ever utter the words Purple Rain, the first thing they do is give me that same glare and go, "We will never forgive you for that day."
1: Yeah, so, but you you uh, made out like a bandit. <laughs> I did make out like a
0: bandit. Yeah, literally and figuratively. That's right.
1: So, uh, the the movie centers around the club. Uh, what's first Avenue? What's the club? First Avenue. First
0: Avenue and Seventh Street. Right. right.
1: And uh, the other band that Prince is always competing against is the Time. The Time. Starring Morris Day with his little. Uh, sidekick like Bat- Robin to his Batman is Jerome who's bringing around his mirror all the time and we do have a song one of the biggest hits of, from this time um, by the time and we want we, i want to go into that now because it's a great great part of the movie and it shows how just completely in sync the whole band is and and the uh what what Prince and the Revolution are up against all the time this is jungle love
0: I can never hear the song
1: No who can like So, um, uh, the, speaking of the whole androgyny thing, the movie also opens up with uh, a shot of Morris Day vacuuming. Did you see that? Do you remember that? Sure. He's got a little babushka. On his that head. What that's <laughs> yeah, his, hair, his hair's done up in a little bandana, but it's done up like an old grandma style. Like kind of like you know, basically like Aunt Jemima on his head. He looks adorable. That's he's so like nice. vacuuming in his house, and but he, he's doing it like real sassy and real femininely. And, uh, he's still
0: my favorite character. He steals the movie. If he wasn't in it, I would be totally on board with you by saying it's a, it's a crappy movie. But with him in it, he saves it. I mean, his his he's uh, very
1: funny. I, I I wonder what other things he's gone on to do in in cinema since then.
0: He was in um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, playing themselves at the time.
1: Another cinematic great. There you Ke- go. Yeah, yeah. his list movie. is uh yeah. It's great. They um. come
0: in and they play because Jay. I think it's Jay says something about how much he loves Jungle Love. And uh, when they finally make the big bucks at the end of the movie, they they, they blow it all to hire uh, the time to play their little <laughs> closing party for them <laughs> That's the awesome. That's great.
1: Well, Jungle Love is one of those party anthems. It's just a wonderful, fun song. Of course, I hated it then. Now I hear it, and I'm like, how could I have denied the lure of this, this awesome song? One of the uh, other uh, little subplots of the movie is that Prince, uh, you know, he has this big transformation at the end. I'm sorry, he's not Prince in the movie. He's the kid. And there is that part where I was telling you where he – kind of uh, is storming off upset, and there's this scene where Apollonia wants to call out to him, but I keep waiting to see, like, what is she going to say? Like, what's his name? Because everybody in the movie just calls him the kid, and she's just sort of standing there like, I'm like, what? <laughs> she's like, kid, but um, he's the kid in the movie. But another little subplot is, you know, he's very, very alienated and very uh, emotionally cut off from everybody around him because, I think, you know, of this home life he has and his parents always fighting. And Wendy and Lisa, who play Wendy and Lisa in The Revolution, um, uh, Steve, stop talking about Wendy (laughs) for a minute. He's in love with Wendy. Wendy. He's in love love with Wendy. Wendy. And um, Wendy and Lisa have written the basic melody for what we see at the end of the movie becomes the song Purple Purple Rain. Rain this big cathartic song where the whole audience is really, really into it and everybody, everybody, ex- I guess except for me, understands whatever the hell
0: Purple Rain is. No, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's actually, since you brought it up. That's what kills me about this movie. There's one thing I don't get. Is what
1: the hell is Purple Rain? Yeah, me too. What is it? I only want to see you laughing in the Purple purple Rain.
0: rain. No, here's what gets me. I want to lick some
1: tabs of acid and we're all going to (laughs) laugh in the Purple Rain. What the hell does that mean? The whole
0: movie, all they're doing is giving him crap because nobody understands your music. Nobody gets your lyrics. In fact, isn't there a quote from uh, the club manager confronts uh, Prince about three quarters with the movie? And berates him because he doesn't think anybody understands what's going on. So let's listen to that for a second while I gather my thoughts. I told you before, you're not packing them like you used to. Nobody digs your music but yourself. Yeah, okay. Just like your old man. Yeah, you got it. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not blind. Look around you. No one's digging you. Oh, buddy. What a waste. But, like father, like son. Lay off that. Let me give you some good advice, Junior. Your music makes sense to no one but yourself. Okay, so here's my point. Now, now we've made it clear that nobody understands his lyrics. To me, to me, every song up until now is completely understandable. I mean, Except it's not. And then, we go, then they launch into Purple Rain, and ah, now we all suddenly and get it. it's so
1: funny. They pan through the audience of all these, like, freaky, freaky club kids. And like, everybody's, like, nodding along, like, yeah, whoa. Doesn't it look like a whoa, David Bowie movie, like,
0: Gone Astray, when they're spanning through the audience? There's awesome. all these people with the face paint. Well,
1: anyway, the, the like, Wendy and Lisa ha- keep giving him this tape, like, we want you to listen to this tape. He won't listen to it because, you know, he's this He's cool. above it. He's, he's, a, he's a diva. He only wants to do his music. He's very paranoid. There's this scene where Wendy says, why are you so paranoid? You know, we're not trying to hurt you. Just, you know, listen to our song. We want to give it to you. We're not trying to, you know, upstage you or anything. The song eventually, you know, he listens to it after this, you know, very uh, chaotic scene with his parents at home. It's It's the basic melody to Purple Rain. He you know, they get they get on stage, they do it, ta-da!
0: It's great, it's a, it's, it's great. A fun, but changes go, everyone's life. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're all go back, laughing in the go purple back. rain. We're all, <laughs> <laughs> all woo! And then of course they start playing backwards lyrics, and everyone's still cool.
1: With, we sound like the three stages. If you play this podcast backwards, we're telling you to do all sorts of crazy yeah. things. With it gives your the
0: URL some really interesting websites. Yeah. No, you touched on it for a second there, the whole Wendy Apollonia thing. Because you're, I, I, take it you're more of an Apollonia. Fan. I'm more
1: of an Apollonia man myself. I, I
0: love Wendy. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know how you were bothering looking at Wendy with Apollonia. Oh, she's got the, the nice never raspy on the voice. The same time though, she's got the raspy voice. In the her raspy hair is, voice is that's completely like, like he, yeah. Maybe we should I, listen why to am I that. Doing Apollon- ha- doing yeah, yeah hand he's actually gestures. he's actually mimicking Apollonia in front of me. I'm like just like, not uh, w- mimicking Wendy. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. We should listen to the Apollonia song.
0: Oh, do we have it? Yeah, here's Apollonia singing "Sex Shooter." This is
1: probably one of the all-time worst songs ever associated with Prince ever. But
0: it's one of the dirtiest scenes in the movie. And who
1: cares because it's Apollonia on stage singing it.
0: Right. Uh-huh. She's <laughs> halfway dressed. Let's cue it up,
1: baby. <laughs>
0: We have I mean, a sexy song.
1: That's a horrible It's <laughs> a terrible sexy. song. You know when why? Because I close my eyes and I just it. think of her singing.
0: I mean, she's she's hot. There's but no question about it. they show
1: Prince, like, watching her at the bar singing the song, which I suppose Morse Day had prepared for her in the yeah, movie or something. Right. And they never quite like let you know what Prince is thinking, but they just show his face. Do you think really it's like thinking. disgust or what? It's like no, he's watching her. but he's I think he's, he's jealous. Yeah, but I think it's also like, boy, this is a really dumb song. She's really filling no, herself song. out. But then he gets that really cool white Left-handed guitar from her. Yeah, I It is left-handed, isn't it? Is, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think it is. You're right. Hey, you know what's funny? Hmm. This
0: movie almost got an X rating because of the sex scene with Prince Napolonia.
1: Oh, yep. Wow, that's crazy.
0: But they uh, trimmed a couple seconds out of it and it came out as an R. Can I... I I, don't, I mean, I know that's a hot scene and everything, and a lot of people talk about it, but I can't see this movie having an X rating just because no, of that. No,
1: that, well, you know, look at what we have now. I oh, mean, you
0: want another good story about about piece? Wendy? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> God, he's upset.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I have... She's
1: a person just like you and me, well, and then,
0: this go ho- ahead, this and, and then I'll experience. share my
1: story about Wendy and Lisa with no, you, no, with everyone.
0: Let's, no, let's keep another song before I go into it. Let's, here's here's my song for... Uh, for Wendy and you? Song, oh. Yeah, it's called The Beautiful Ones. Oh. The
1: beautiful ones always
0: seem to lose. <laughs> I never had a chance You never Wendy. had a chance with here. This is, this is sad, actually. I shouldn't even tell this story. No, go ahead. Really. Back in high school, back when yeah, we were in high on. school in Pinellas <laughs> County back in the 80s, the big thing used to be these lip sync contests.
1: Oh, and weren't you a star? Then. I was we a all star. I won f- but we won can first we f- get some of those on the web? Maybe, Your, I've maybe. seen footage of them, actually.
0: There's, we won for Frankie Goes to Hollywood one year doing it. But the same year that we did Frankie Goes to Hollywood, there was another band doing Prince's Purple Rain.
1: Was it the whole revolution?
0: Yeah, the whole wow. revolution. And there was someone there dressed up as Wendy, too. Oh, God. And, of course, so here I am, like, ah, Wendy <laughs> hey, from the comes revolution. Hey, come see Purple Rain with me. What's really sad is, <laughs> well, I here pick I am. Pick a yeah, I know. It doesn't work. She actually ends up hooking up with one of my best friends at the time. They disappeared. Was it a guy or a girl? It was a guy. Okay. They dissa- <laughs> Not they dissa- like the real Wendy Lee, <laughs> My friend Lee. I know. Less is more. She disappears. She disappears in another room with him. He comes out. About a half hour later, he's got half her makeup all over his oh. face and stuff like that. And I was, for this to this day, it was like it was. I was almost as crushed from that experience as I was from anything. I'm so sorry. I can't even get lucky with the fake Wendy, fake from, Wendy. from the fake Prince band. <laughs> I'm so does does sorry. that is that sum up my high school career? It sure or what? does. Okay. Well,
1: okay. Here's what we were talking about: a where are they now? Type thing before the podcast. I was sharing with Steve that Apollonia. You know, a few years ago, I heard that she had become a very, very um, ardent, strict, uh, born-again Christian, which is very interesting considering, you know, the career that she had after that. She was in Apollonia, what were they called, Apollonia 6 or Apollonia something? Apollonia 6. And, uh, which, were there three of them? I yeah,
0: go <laughs> figure. Ooh. Well, why does he have to spell Jesus every, why does every Colorado four adds, have to be a numeral four? Why does every U have to be a yeah, letter Yeah, I don't
1: know. Okay, so now she's apparently some sort of um, born-again Christian and sort of has renounced her life back that you know, she apparently she was sort of a, a party girl. You know that the the Purple Rain was only the beginning for her. She was very very young when she made that movie, but apparently after that she went on and lived sort of a hard life, and then went on to renounce that. She was Prince, on Falcon
0: Crest for ten weeks.
1: I you know I didn't know that. <laughs> I am
0: the king of trivia.
1: Useless knowledge here, and it's very lucrative. Look what we do now for a living. So, um, we
0: get paid by the trivia question, Prince,
1: by the way. Um, Prince, as we know, right? Morse Day was in the, the Bill and the Silent Bob movie. Or Jay and Silent Jay, Bob. Jay, Bob, whoever. Bill, Bill, and,
0: excellent Bill and Ted's Ted. excellent adventure. And
1: uh, Prince, a lot of you know, has become quite the Jehovah's Witness. And and, and if you can Google this, so everybody's heard. It was in some papers a few years ago or a year ago that he was going actually around uh, do- knocking on doors in Minneapolis doing the, the, the typical Jehovah Witness thing he was actually knocking on doors and asking people to pray with him and doing all that and this is what I had to tell Steve and he was crushed that uh, he was trying to get some sort of a reunion show of the revolution or was trying to get some members of the revolution to play with him again and when he approached Wendy and Lisa he told Wendy if you're going to play with me though you have to renounce your lesbian lifestyle and she was like, yeah, no, I can't do that. What? You know, like, I totally can't do that because, you know, he didn't want to play with gay people because he's very Jehovah Witnessy." And um, And I was telling Steve, well, yeah, you know, Wendy and Lisa, they really were a real couple. That wasn't just a, a shtick for the revolution, you know, that whole, Wendy, yes, Lisa, it's the water woman. They were actually a couple that got together in their teens in high school, and they, from... At least as recently as like a year or two ago when I researched this thing with Prince and the Jehovah Witness thing, that they were still actually a couple. And I told this to Steve and after I picked him up off the floor, (laughs) he was sobbing because he's so in love with Wendy. Um, So now, you know. But, you know...
0: There's someone who's still with him now, though, and that's um, the doctor, the guy who plays the keyboard He's trying player. to change his subject because he's so upset it's about
1: Wendy. <laughs> well, but that's a little where are Wendy you now and thing. and the fake Wendy. And well, the doctor, the doctor, doctor who, with the scrubs. The
0: doctor who always wears the scrubs, a.k.a. Matt Fink, He is still he's one of the few members of the band who was there at the very beginning and still with him now, I believe. Well,
1: there you go. And is
0: not a lesbian.
1: He, well, you know, we say that, but we haven't actually Googled and done the research, but he's probably That's not. about
0: the only trivia we can find on him. Poor guy.
1: So, and then, and there you have it. That's Purple Rain (laughs) in a nutshell.
0: In a nutshell, it goes on for 20 minutes with Uh, bad stories and stupid double entendres. A little
1: bit of that. Steve uh, we get to make out with someone, though, in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: not Wendy. Not Wendy. That's a shame. And if you're waiting for us to play Darling Nikki, you know we can't do that. We
1: can't do that. Actually, Prince does not perform that in concert anymore because of his strict religious beliefs. Does he perform
0: anything from this album? Uh,
1: Yes, he does. I saw Prince last year. If any of you read my fantastic concert review when I was the Times Pop Music Critic he does just about everything off this album except he won't do Darling Nikki anymore he doesn't do a lot of his nasty really really sexy stuff so there's well, a was
0: Computer Blue kind of nasty too? Mm, yeah,
1: I, I, I don't know you know I'm not sure if he did Computer Blue I was looking through my Computer uh,
0: Blue's the one with Lisa and Wendy
1: yeah I don't think he did do that because it, you know how well, it doesn't do really that?
0: you know what's funny it, um, m- this is a bad movie in most people's opinion but it did win an Oscar, but for soundtrack.
1: <laughs> well, the soundtrack you can't beat. And it's a, great, great, t- a couple great other qu- quickie
0: trivia things on it. Most of the songs were recorded live, and most of the songs Prince wrote during the making of the movie, so that they would go along with the plot of the movie. So if you're thinking that the songs sound a little too close to the plot of the movie, well, that's on purpose.
1: Yeah, and also this, I'm, I haven't listened to it again carefully. I just found, I stumbled upon this trivia to this today. So if I'm not correct, please. Please don't send a lot of crazy, crazy email. Letter um, bombs. When Dubs Cry apparently doesn't have any bass on it. I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it's it could be. I, I have to go listen to it again, but I just stumbled upon that somewhere this morning. But it's not
0: my favorite song. My favorite song is the one we closed with on this episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, the not song this
1: that's going to change everyone's life yet you know what? again. i admit,
0: it. I actually I think the first couple of times I saw this, I, I, get, I get a little teary, just like Wendy does during this song when I hear it. Yeah. So here we go. The song that Prince dedicates to his Wendy father. I think Wendy
1: wrote this for you in the movie. They just edited for me? your, yeah, they edited you out of the scenes that you're in with Wendy. That would be great Wendy, if that were true. Passionately, I, that would make me feel a lot better.
0: Yeah. If you can get that written down, like maybe think, fake her signature I or something. I think after
1: you guys broke up is just what happened to her and I don't, You know, I've actually never her. even dated a girl in Wendy before. When yeah. you and Wendy were laughing in the purple rain.
0: <laughs> There's no purple rain. I only wanted to be her weekend lover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you only want to be some kind of friend. friend. I know. I know. All right.
0: Let's 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 close the door on this doghouse.
1: Yeah, and then we uh, we'll we'll we we'll we'll meet with you kids again because we're gonna be here right here uh, stuck in the '80s. But uh, until then, we're gonna we're gonna be waving our hands up in the yeah. air, waving with me, Steve. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>
0: gave you the requisite at there at the end so you could leave it in there
1: <laughs> how long did that one go oh
0: Jesus Christ am playing Purple Rain at the
1: very
0: end yeah I will die for you no did we, already, we didn't do that one we didn't do I will die
1: for you oh my god we're gonna have to cut some of that d-
0: man. no do we need to I don't think we need to do you think you
1: anybody's doing? gonna listen to all of that